0: okay welcome welcome back uh the red hawk recap episode 10 we're still at it they usually say after eight episodes people start fizzling out and we're not fizzling out uh last yesterday saturday night went over to mariah's sister's house and her husband is like the dab king he fucking can dab like no other And they run the grow here in Phoenix, one of the grows. So he's always got the um, good medicines, shall I say. Good fucking medicines. And I took a dab. And when I take those fucking dabs, dude, they're almost too much. Well, taking them out of the doctor dabber, I was researching a little bit. And it said it was some some of the cleanest ways to get a smoke smoke in you. But the Dr. Dabber, like sugar, uh, Sugar's Dr. Dabber, he did. He gave me one of those. We broke the top piece, so I haven't used it for a while. But it has three different heats, so you can do it like a low heat, a medium heat, and a high heat. But then when I dab with other people, they just torch the, torch the piece or whatever. And I don't know if the rips are just too hot and too heavy, but they just fuck me up. Fucking send me to a different planet. Sometimes I like it, but then I'm like, Ah, this is just almost too much. Definitely just shuts off my stomach, so I can just eat and eat and eat and eat, and it feels like nothing's going down. But uh, yeah. So yesterday I took a little dab ski, kind of fucked me up, fucked me up a little bit too bad. Um, I just prefer the the light vape. What do you prefer, Jay? I don't.
1: I don't, I don't smoke. Uh, When you guys force me?
0: And when we force you, do you ever have fun?
1: Yeah, for the most part, because I just take like half a hit or one hit, and I'm good.
0: I think that's a big part of it, too, is uh, how much you're finding your... uh, your, Dose. Yeah, finding your dose, finding your uh, tolerance or whatever, because... Some people say like that I've tried weed or tried edibles. They're like, fuck that. Never again. I fucking ate this 30 milligram edible or I smoked a huge bong rip. Never again. It's like, well, yeah, you maybe don't do as much. Maybe do a little bit. Maybe do like certain strains. That's like saying, yeah, I drank for my first time. I I fucking, I chugged a bottle of vodka. Hell (laughs) no. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? So just taking like little rips here and there. But the one time me and you remember taking that joint on the way to Vegas for, I think it was Sean's like third fight in the UFC and you took too big of a rip.
1: (laughs) It wasn't a joint. Wasn't it like a, was it out of a pipe or something?
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I a think it, Piper. Was. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, I was so hot. And oh. then we were playing like Sam Harris and like just some heavy thought shit. So yeah. I was like even more like tripped out. Oh, I want this to end. Like, just let me go to sleep.
0: <laughs> but then when we were in Vegas, when we had, uh, me and you had a little night on the town and uh, we took a rip before we went to Italian.
1: Oh, yeah, when we went to go eat downstairs.
0: I barely remember that, do you?
1: I do, yeah, I do. It was we fun, ate, though. Like steak or some shit.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And then
1: I ordered the same thing as you. you are like, what? You order the same thing? <laughs> you think we're gay or shit? <laughs> But you um, know when you... I don't know. For me, when I first go to restaurants where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going. I just usually get, oh, whatever he gets. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we started watching a show last night called Lulu Row. It's, a, it's like one of those things, like one of those pyramid scheme type things where the, the person sells person sells something and then a retailer signs up under them for $5,000 they get a bonus of that and then they keep getting people signing up under them to make money so it's this it's on Amazon Prime but it's a fucking good it's a funny show because you see those pyramid schemes like everywhere I've like Verve did you ever heard of Verve the energy drink like Sean was into it on his Facebook saying join the Verve movement you want to make easy money
1: (laughs) Yeah, I remember I I did, I ended up joining one just like, I think it was like out of high school. I was just looking for a job and obviously like you're young and kind of naive to everything. So you're like, oh shit. And And they have these little parties. Yeah. And then they like bring in guys like, oh, this is how much I made my first week, like 10 grand or whatever. And you're just like,
0: damn. So
1: you just hop on. Cause I signed up for, it was this company here, local, I don't know, they're called Cutco, like the knife company. Have you heard of them?
0: Uh, what What is it for? Knives Like oh, just like cut
1: Super bougie Expensive ass knife Uh huh And Yeah they just sold you like that Like oh like You can make whatever 10 G's in one week Or something stupid Crazy you know mm-hmm. like, And yeah like I was into it For like probably a month Not even a month Probably like, three weeks And then like Something just clicked I was like this is bullshit So really? I just stopped showing up Damn you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like this Lulu Rose, it, it, it's a series. It's a brand new series out, out on Amazon, but it's good. But they talk about in these pyramid schemes how the top twenty percent or top ten percent they're the only ones making money, but then all these people they had ninety thousand retailers under them selling just just these uh random like spandex or whatever they were. So multi-level or network marketing is a form of business that uses independent representatives to sell products or service to family, friends and acquaintances. A representative earns commission from retail sales he or she makes and also retailer sales made by other people that he or she signed up or recruited. Um, like Mary Kay cosmetics. There's just so many different ones, but I thought they were illegal. I thought a pyramid scheme was illegal. Well, pyramid schemes claim to be in the business of selling products to consumers in order to look at a multi-level marketing company, however little or no effort is made to actually market the product. Instead, money is made in a typical pyramid fashion from recruiting other people to market the program. Sometimes new distributors are persuaded to purchase inventory or overpriced products services when they sign up. So like signing up for the Lou Lou Row, I think the base one they had to sign up was five grand. And then they get all these products, they get all these products and can sell them for double as much as they bought them for like spandex and shit. And then the people that signed them up get a percentage. I don't know. It's like, it's fucking an entertaining thing because they go from like, okay, they started this little company. It talks about their whole story and it's talking about the Lulu people who invented it. And then all the people that signed up underneath them and are calling it a fraud. So it's going back and forth, with both sides, fucking entertaining show. Yeah, but the fucking ha- having a little... Well, I think they do that for, like, sex toys, too, don't they? Like, girl parties for sex toys. They used to do it for, like, old people and Tupperware.
1: I remember the... Uh, oh, you know what else was... Uh, what is that, like, the protein, the vegan, like, weight loss
0: type shit? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I remember I went to an interview, and it was, like, a smoothie spot, and I thought, like, you just, like, made smoothies and hung out there. And then when I came in, the guy was like, Oh, well, like, you don't really make money right here. This is where you make the most money. Mm-hmm. Like you have to sell our products and get people like gyms to put it in their gyms type of thing. And I was like mm-hmm. I left that interview, I was like, I didn't even come back.
0: Yeah, fuck that. It's like, God damn it. But there is people that make money. Like Mariah's got a friend who's in that same kind of like business and she's she does make money. She makes like fucking ten grand a month doing her Facebook lives and selling her little uh selling her little shit. So uh goddamn. A lot of people are fucking freaking out about that. A lot of people are just going to be starting to quit their jobs and shit because of that <gasps> goddamn vaccine, dude. Um, Ryan Allen was telling me about this group. Ryan Allen's, again, we talked about him on the Tim Show podcast, but he's like my aut- autistic friend. He trains jiu at Takinos. He's like pretty high on the spectrum autistic. Wait, or is low on the spectrum? Do you know?
1: I don't even know. I just know it's on the spectrum.
0: Yeah, he has. he's like High functioning autism So he's pretty fucking smart But you can tell Like clearly tell Like he's autistic But he's going off About this shit dude He's like talking about um, The red blood cells Blah 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 Additionally I'm gonna send a link He's sending me all these links And then he talks about This uh, thing called Telegram You heard of Telegram?
1: Telegram like Back in the day No it's like This
0: Telegram app And it's not it's not monitored at all like youtube you know is monitored google fucking your safari is monitored they're they're only going to show you what they want to show you
1: oh yeah it's like a whatsapp type of thing or what it says right here
0: yeah google chrome's only going to show you what you want to show you but there's these groups on this telegram that they're not like monitoring and this group he told me to check out is uh covid vaccine injuries and there's like fifty thousand people part of it and I looked at it, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. It's just thousands of people <laughs> and how their family members or them got fucked up from the vaccine. And, of course, the Google Chrome or the Safari, no one's going to talk about that. Or the main news is not going to talk about that. Mm. But it's crazy, isn't it? It's fucking scary.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, almost like when Clubhouse first started. Like, people just get together and talk there. Yeah. It looks like WhatsApp.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's like what it is. You just WhatsApp, join, join groups, and it's not monitor at all so whatever Uh you say in there you can't track supposedly um he said they have not even revealed the contents of the vaccine so you don't know what you're injecting with yourself with obviously there's never any long-term studies done um the guy who invented the pcr test admitted it was not to detect covid which is just crazy um, he goes off about it, but his yeah, his parents wouldn't even let him back to the Jesuit Academy because doesn't want him around people that have had the vaccine. I want to talk to someone who's like super, like no, you get the fucking vaccine.
1: Just debate with them, or
0: what? Well, yeah, and just talk with them back and forth. Be like, where, where do you like? Where do you get that confidence in saying that? Because you literally saw it on the five o'clock news because Biden read it off a teleprompter, mm-hmm. and you just follow, yes, sir.
1: <laughs> But it's like what makes our resources more than theirs, I guess. You know yeah, what I mean that's what their probably argument. is like, oh well, well not so yeah. If that's why. Read I'm, it off a of telegram. You're right.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know whether it's good or bad. We just don't know. Yeah. So it's like the people. I feel like that. I feel like I get good information from, mm-hmm. like on Paul Check's podcast. Him talking to a lady about it, and it's just like, it's it's fucking crazy. And then even doctors. Doctors are getting fired from their jobs because they're not going to get it. Like, what the fuck? This is a doctor that's.
1: I know. Did you see like here? um, Because Anissa went to a concert last night Mm -hmm. and they had sent her like an email just saying like she was good for to get in that day. But she's like they said basically after the 20th of this month, you're going to have to show either vaccination proof or like that you got a COVID test three days before saying you're negative. Damn. To get in, like, so a lot of bars and, like, concert To the venues. concert? Concert venues Damn. are doing that now. So, like, you have to show proof of your vaccine or or you just take a, a test, like, a couple mm-hmm. days before. But I wonder if they're eventually going to be like, oh, no, you have to be vaccinated. Mandatory. Yeah, and
0: I, I wonder when they, they like, uh, if they start making the fake vaccine cards.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess people are already getting caught with fake vaccine. I wonder how, like, serious the consequences are. Because isn't that, like, you're fucking with some I wonder, government shit?
0: I wonder. Yeah, and how long are those vaccine cards going to last? Because is it going to be a barcode that they scan or something? It's kind of fucking freaky, dude. It's kind of fucking freaky because they said everyone's DNA is just so much different, too. The vaccine could completely not even fuck with this person, but your DNA is different. You take it, it completely fucks you up or messes you up. It's like, oh, jeez. Like how hot, yeah, it's gonna be wild.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see like what happens if you get caught with the fake vaccine card. It says buying, creating, or selling fake vaccination cards are illegal. Agency has made at least one high profile arrest. It doesn't really say what happens. though, so, like hmm. do you go to jail for a long time or?
0: Hmm, that's interesting. I haven't listened to like Paul Check's uh, podcast for a while, but I threw one of his on yesterday, and he had some interesting question and answers. But when he was talking about he, he said this thing He said you need to make sure You use your phone as a tool And don't let let it use you as a tool yeah, that's cool. I'm like damn dude Because that fucking phone I know Is It's becoming just more and more A part of our lives
1: For real Like you need it Like you, it's not like
0: Legit need it to run yeah. my businesses
1: But I like what um I just remember Tim Ferriss saying How he does it He just like wakes up in the morning and like he just replies to all his emails or does all his posting and like I don't know what he said like and then in an hour or two and then after that he just doesn't check it so I think the next day or maybe at night I forgot he says something like he just does it in the morning and then just goes on with his day.
0: So he's got his designated time.
1: Yeah just to like post and check emails reply.
0: Damn a smart.
1: And he set up a thing for his I don't know why a lot of business people like I don't really use email a lot but like he's like has like an auto thing if people hit the, uh, message him, he says, "Oh, I'm not here at this time. I'll I'll reply during these hours or mm-hmm. something like
0: that." Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good because you you could be having a chill day, like you could be having a chill day like Saturday. I had to just do my Brandon had me do a run in the morning and then it's pretty much just kind of relax, get some movement in and relax. But it's like, okay, you think you're going to be able to to have a chill day. But then you pick up that phone and scroll for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then your mind starts going. My mind just starts going and going and going. And then you feel this sense of, like, almost anxiety come up. Like, holy shit. And I'm like, that literally came from me surfing on my fucking phone.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, maybe what if... Kind of the same thing with Tim Ferriss. Okay, what if I just do my posting? Because I'm not going to die if, like, someone, like dms me like at three and i don't reply till the next day like yeah it's a make or break thing if i reply you know what i mean
0: but then it's fun too it's like okay it's kind of entertaining fucking eckert eats all my roku remotes i've had like five roku (laughs) remotes for my tv and he knows what he's doing too and he chews them up and then we throw them away so then the only remote we can use is on my phone (laughs) Oh. I'm like, fuck. And then it's fun when we have our little group messages. Know, we're we're just making funnies around. back and forth, but then you're back on that phone surfing again. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy thing. But I think, I think just being aware of it is the most important part. Oh, oh,
1: yeah. I wonder, yeah, there's some people that probably just don't even realize. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just, it's automatic almost.
0: Yeah. And then just constantly comparing and then just getting stressed or depressed or whatever. It's fucking. Use your phone as a tool. Don't let it use you as a tool. I thought that was fucking good. Yeah, that's good. Then he was talking about also on the pod, like the conditioning from your parents about money and everything else and how it can just have a complete impact on your entire life. Like it can run your entire life. And then he was saying this thing based on psycho- psychological research. Ninety percent of Americans have n- has not evolved past development of a twelve year old psychology.
1: <laughs> That's why. <wild.
0: laughs> How crazy is that, though? Yeah. But it makes sense if you're in the system, you're just strictly you listen to the system. You get, you go to school, you go to college. Now you got this job, and you're just you haven't really got out in the world, or you haven't done a lot of just like I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah, it does because yeah, it and then. Sense. Those people, how highly like susceptible they are to like manipulation and being controlled Mm -hmm. by what they watch on TV or by everything. But even that's just that statistic alone. Like 90% of Americans have not evolved past the development of 12 year old psychology.
1: It's pretty wild.
0: Like, holy fuck (laughs) God. That's why everybody hopefully uh, we're at least 13 or 14. Hopefully
1: shit fucking tits going through puberty
0: (laughs) yeah and just haven't learned to think from themselves everything they think kind of what their parents believe or kind of been been how they've been conditioned from their whole life it's not thinking for themselves that's why it's fucking interesting listen to those sam harris talks when he talks about like um like free will he talks about like people think they're so free but they're not free they're literally everything they're doing is from previously previous conditioning like rarely rarely it's not um yeah sam harris is waking up app. you can just learn so much from him in that app some of the shit goes a little bit too deep and you're like oh fuck i didn't i don't even know what the fuck he's talking about but <laughs> some of it's good
1: Did you hear, um, did you listen to that Jordan Belfort pod with the, the milk voice?
0: (laughs) I think I, I listened to like three fourths of it.
1: He, uh, he was just, I thought it was interesting. He was saying like the whole coin stuff that he's like, oh, that shit's a fucking scam.
0: Really? I I did hear him talk about that. Was he talking about the NFTs particularly? Not NFTs. He was talking about
1: more of the coins, like the Bitcoin. Not even Bitcoin. I think he was talking more like the coins that people are making. Like, you know, like an influencer or celebrity makes their own coin. Oh. And he's saying all those are just scam and eventually everybody's gonna get caught up for that. And like coming from him, he was like king of like scamming people, you know. Damn. So Yeah, I, mean, I wonder how that's gonna go in the next couple of years. Yeah. Like, if people are gonna get caught for like fraud or or who knows, it made nothing happen, but I thought uh, what, it was interesting was, that he said that. Was
0: he talking about stocks too when he's talking about all these people in Reddit groups, they'll they'll talk and they'll have their group and yeah, when to yeah. buy in and when to sell.
1: Yeah, he's like all that shit is they're just scamming people.
0: That's crazy. That was an interesting pod, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. I, I was watching Wolf of Wall Street yesterday too. That's such a good <laughs> show.
0: Well, that's got to be one of my favorite shows just entertainment-wise, huh?
1: Yeah. The movie? Wolf or, of Wall Street, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's long as fuck, but yeah, it's a good ass movie. But he they are asking him like, "Oh, what what is there anything that they uh kind of like exaggerated or wasn't true?" He's like a lot of it. He's like the timeline, I guess, was off for the most part. Yeah. And he said, like, a part where he hit his uh, wife or something. He's like, I never hit my wife. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> fucking. But that, yeah, what a fucking crazy story that guy's got.
1: I know. He said when he got out, he was back to zero. Like, he didn't have any money, so he had to build his way back up.
0: He seemed like kind of like an arrogant guy, huh? Yeah.
1: I could see, like, the movie, like, I don't know. The movie's wild to think yeah. that, like, a lot of it was true, though. Oh, fuck, yeah. He just literally two lives
0: for real, um, Paul was also talking about on that podcast. How hard, like thinking for yourself is hard work. It's hard to just think for yourself because you're always doing it based on some, what what maybe someone else thinks. You know, mm-hmm. thinking for yourself is hard work. That was a. That was a good. T- his shit. He's just so in depth. Like, I'm, I'm surprised. I like I know Joe Rogan, know who who's he is. I'm surprised he doesn't have Joe on his podcast. Yeah, because he's no. easy to talk to, and he debates. It's not like he's just so stuck in his ways. Um, but that would be super interesting. That'd be a good pod. We have that, that uh pod phone. Did you watch any of the fights last night? What'd you end up doing last night? Uh,
1: last night, um. What did I do during the day? I think I was just hanging out with niece in the morning. And then she ended up going to her concert. And I ended up just going to get some tacos at Caesars. And then um, I just came home and I just watched a movie. I just watched like the like the uh, highlights and stuff. Like Anthony Smith won. just always watch this shit on Twitter. Like the timeline.
0: Yeah. Anthony Smith, good for him. Good for him coming back because people did count him out. And he looked good. He looked good. Sometimes when he comes out, I'm like, it's almost like he's almost fighting... I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess it, it's almost like he's fighting like defensively, and I don't know. It's hard to explain. Maybe I need to figure out a little bit more. But it was good to see him win. I don't know who else was on that card.
1: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Uh, it wasn't like that stacked of a card, but <coughs> this fucking thing here.
1: We're talking about the arm man guy. Which one? Armen, I, 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 I didn't see. Them. I missed that fight. I missed it too. I just seen people talking about him
0: a lot. Some of the issues that I've been having here's some, a bunch of the questions having is that I don't train as much because of how expensive some MMA gyms are. God, they are expensive. Yeah, they can get they super crazy. and especially for like if you're a broke kid. But the thing is, you'd pay for college. They pay way more money for college to learn stuff that you're not even going to learn as good of a lessons as you're going to learn a jiu-jitsu academy or fighting academy. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that much. And if you're training at a good place, like a good place where the instructor has a lot of experience, then like you're paying for the knowledge. That that instructor went through years and years and years of studying this, studying this knowledge, studying this knowledge, training, getting beaten up, putting himself in uncomfortable scenarios for years to get to the spot he's at so paying him some money to give you that knowledge and experience it's worth it
1: no, that's true i feel like every time like i'm like if i'm gonna do a subscription or something mm-hmm. it has to be like an investment you know what i mean like exactly like how i invest <clears throat> like i do the thorn thing it's like 50 almost 60 bucks a month but it's like i know it's the long term is it's good for me so it's well, like you what can't you, talking? Really, you can't really put a dollar on your health i guess you know what i mean oh fuck the thorn fuck no like the, I take the thorn supplements, like the AM mm-hmm. and PM ones. And I do a subscription. is like 50, almost 60 bucks a mm-hmm. every 45 days or something.
0: It's probably giving you some fucking good, good shit, dude. Oh, yeah. and, but that, that's true. Like, especially, well, for us, one of our main goals is improve our grappling and improve our jujitsu. So with that, you have to improve our health. So I've always said for the longest time, if it has to do with improving my health and my performance, I'm going to just buy it. I'm not yeah. even going to think twice about yeah. it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, if it's going to go to improving you.
1: And if it is pricey, I feel like if you really want to train, like you'll find a way. Like if it's like yeah. whatever, 200 bucks a month, like budget yourself or get that part time job and just say, OK, like yeah. 100 bucks every two weeks, just put it away. Just know. I don't know if you really want it, you'll make it work. Type of thing.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too, because it's not that hard to go into some random place. Ace fucking hardware. Trader Joe's and say, Hey, I'm looking for part-time work. Maybe on the weekends, you have part-time work on the weekends, you have a little extra spending cheddar, and then you can afford your gym membership and just live under your means. If that's what you want to do is study martial arts and study jujitsu. Yeah, but can't afford it it's like well what are you doing with your time then that you can't afford Mm -hmm. the 150 160 a month but i get it 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 can be expensive but like i said it's just like paying for your college just like paying for college and your knowledge and so i think it's worth it but some places like california dude oh i
1: know but 250
0: 300 bucks for a membership (laughs)
1: that's a car payment
0: yeah that's a fuck load all right, so I'm trying to get a new apartment with my two friends. One of them is 21 and the other is 21 in a month. And they tell us we can't apply because the dude's two weeks too young. And now someone else is probably going to take it. So we're pissed. Getting apartments and shit. So what a fucking pain in the ass that is. But then I learned this little trick. Um, if you're cool with your manager wherever you work, they can write you a note. And say how much you make. Sign it. Put your phone number down. You can usually bring that to the apartments. And they'll usually. Mm-hmm. Like. Take that as your, your payment. Usually. But dude. Probably since the COVID. And people not paying their rent. I think everyone's going to have. Like. Apartments are going to rent to anyone.
1: Oh yeah. That's, well, that's what happened with the nieces. Like. They're approving everybody. Like. Just. They probably lost so much money. And they would do like. Month to month. Even a lot of apartments. Like. You're really good. yeah that's damn. what she did she that's why she left like in six months because everybody was getting in there everybody's one apartment approved. was doing month to month uh I forgot it was one like kind of close to downtown like on grand um, damn
0: that's crazy
1: yeah like when she got in they were just like pretty much approving anybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if they just needed the money or they were trying to help people or both I don't know I feel yeah. like they needed the money they probably lost so much from people mm-hmm. being behind during COVID. damn that's
0: pretty tight though month to month if you can get that apartment oh I know. <laughs> Um, I wanna know what pisses me off. When a white belt tries to crack my form in a roll. <laughs> God, sometimes you run into those guys that do that. But I, I think they need to be they need to be told because a lot of them don't know they're doing that. They're trying to help. Yeah. They're trying to be a help to this person, but it's coming off as annoying. That's why I like jujitsu, because there's that belting system. Yeah. You don't I, I wish there was more belting systems in different arts. Like, because in different arts, like being a mechanic or being a, even an editor, you That's can have some true. white belt teaching a black belt, and the black belt, will be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I've been doing this for 10 years. I know, but
1: does it make sense if, like, if you're fucking up that guy, why is he gonna give you advice? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least you need to let him know, you know? <laughs>
0: Then, yeah, when you, when they do give advice, that just makes me want to look them up more. It's like, well, I'm going to type you out 20 times this fucking round just because you're trying to coach. But again, they're, they're coaching for the wrong way. So I think they need to be told. And I think that's the instructor's job to nicely tell them, say, Hey, just learn and drill what I'm telling you. And then don't be, don't be coaching the other guys. Like the guy from your, your old gym that came in a purple belt. (laughs) he's getting fucking whooped on by all my, all our white belts, mm. white belts are mounting him, and he's tapping out from being exhausted. And, <laughs> and then he, he starts coaching them. I said, Hey, don't coach them. Like yeah. you just tapped out cause you were in Mount and you're in tired and you're wearing this purple belt. So don't coach my <laughs> students. He said, they asked me, I said, no, they fucking don't. So don't talk to them. Just come in take the class and go. And then, uh, he canceled his membership. But I think that needs to be said to, to yeah. keep the, the type of person and the group of people that we have in there. Mm-hmm. Like everyone gets along with everyone. There's no fucking douchebags. Everyone's welcoming to new people. There's no like know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. And to keep that, I think those conversations need to be had, don't you think?
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's hard for me to kind of say, hey, don't do that. But yeah, sometimes you just have to. Put your foot down, I guess, you know? Yeah, and just so it's say... Not really, you're not being a dick. You're just like, hey, like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, you're guiding them too, like...
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't feel as bad because it's like my academy, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, something that really makes me angry is the big stigma weed has, even though the benefits are many and the side effects are few. Also, the stigma behind athletes using it to recover. I think the stigma's going away a little bit. Even in the last year, well, especially in Phoenix, now it's, like, legal. You can go. It's funny the people that are so into the news and so, like, trustworthy of the government and stuff, and then they make weed illegal, but then they're still like, no, I wouldn't fucking do that weed. (laughs) Just be a fucking stoner. But you see, it depends where you're, the type of people around. If you're in a small, small town, and most of those people are stoners who are just lazy little fucks and just game and eat all day and just, they're just literally stoners doing nothing. You can see why people would think like, oh, you don't want to smoke that weed. You'll turn into, mm-hmm. turn into a fucking stoner baloner. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of fucking questions here. It really pisses me off only when I'm on time limit that I can get the spicy shits so you just can't pinch off. There's literally nothing worse than having a steamer you can't clutch off in a public parking lot. I don't know what he's talking about. I think it's <laughs> about a, 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 a bowel movement. Taking a shit? A turd that hurts. <laughs> uh, what's the most awkward place you've had to poop in?
1: Awkward place?
0: Where you're just like, I just got to get this out of
1: me. I don't even know. I feel like when you first like kind of meet somebody and you have to take a shit at their home. I don't know why it's oh, awkward. It is. You know what I mean? Especially I know why. Especially if it's a girl or like. Dude. Even like. So yeah, someone you don't really know that well. You're like, fuck, I have to take a shit. I don't want to take a shit in their house. That's kind of like, I don't well, know why. Why is it like kind of because embarrassing? Because you're, you're
0: going over there <laughs> and you know there's a possibility that you guys are going to have a sexual encounter. Where you're fingering each other or fingering <laughs> each other. <laughs> each other. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Or what you're fingering or, or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. And you don't want to roll out of that bathroom. The just probably like the shit. number one thing, and it just smells like shit. <laughs>
1: that's true. It's like
0: fuck. Now she's that's not gonna turn her on whatsoever. So I remember, I remember I used to date
1: this girl, and she used to carry this. Um, it's like a little thing, like drops that just all the smell goes away. Damn, have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. Like you literally just do like two drops, and like in some weird way, like it takes away the smell.
0: Damn, that's pretty sweet. I gotta check it's that out. Smart to carry that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd always use, I would, if I was ever in those situations, I'd just hold it in.
1: <laughs> what if you can't?
0: If you just really can't, fuck. I'm sure I've been in that situation a while ago. <laughs> but uh, I used to hang out with this girl in college, go to her dorm and stuff, and her stomach would just constantly, like, gargle so loud. <laughs> Every time. I'm like, and I just think, are you just about to shit yourself and hold it in? <laughs> did
1: you tell her that? But no, I didn't.
0: <laughs> But she she apologized. She's like, sorry, my stomach just always does this. I'm like,
1: damn. Yeah, she probably was eating something she didn't know. Her obviously body didn't like. So yeah, she true. She kept eating it.
0: fucking true. I've been having a really hard time self-motivating myself lately, so I was wondering some things you do to keep your head straight and to keep pressing forward, especially when things get difficult. <sighs> Dude, you got to make sure all your shit's lined up. I love Paul Check his four doctors he talks about. And then um, his programs in general, they just talk about how to get yourself in line. He he talks about the sleep. He talks about the food and eating organically and how important it is for your body. Um, He talks about the hydration and how important it is to get quality water in. He just talks about all these different things and and quiet times for your mind just to get your health and your brain working good. So maybe check that out. Paul check HLC1 course Or he's got a lot of Free videos online Too Um Yeah Did you guys watch any shows Last night or anything?
1: Mm, we were just watching Wolf of Wall Street Uh What did we watch before? I was watching the show Called Power I don't know if you heard of it Mm-mm. It's pretty good It's like six seasons We finished that And then There's a new Wu-Tang Like the Wu-Tang show
0: it's Oh actually, is it good? It's actually on what?
1: Good on Hulu it's good it, They have uh, The whole one season out And they just started putting out A couple episodes of season two But it's I i never really Like followed Wu-Tang or anything But like The show is really good And their story is pretty crazy
0: Damn I bet that is good yeah. I always like those Documentary type flicks But the other day Mariah put on a, a show We got pretty high And just ate some snacks She put on Cinderella I think
1: <laughs> like, the, on, like On Disney. Disney
0: Oh yeah The new Cinderella And it was actually good like, damn, it's well-made. There's a new one? Yeah, the brand new one, like the real-life one. Uh,
1: I didn't even know they made one. It's crazy.
0: Um, Sup, Jovens? Quick question for Timbo. How do you balance the business side of your gym, getting people to join, having them pay their gym fees, while still having that nice guy BJJ coach instructor in you? I'm now a strength and conditioning coach at a gym where I train a lot of high-level young athletes. And I find myself... Trouble turning that car salesman attitude when talking with parents about they should have their kid train with me, even though I consider myself a high level brown belt in this field. Thanks, boys. Stay hungry. Stay humble. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was an interesting thing that I had to figure out. I'm like, OK, I don't want to be the one thinking about the money I don't want to be one selling people to sign up I don't want to be the one having to go after people for memberships I'm like I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I want to come in there and teach a good program and uh, like have a relationship with each student and I can build them up think about the jujitsu think about what they need to learn next you know instead of thinking about have they paid or I need to sell this guy to sign up so it's nice because Mariah is the GM of the gym she handles literally pretty much everything and she's good about it too. She, uh, if people don't pay, she'll hit them up and say, "Hey, hey, why, why haven't you paid or whatever?" And I think the gym—we're lucky enough that it kind of sells itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of good Google reviews, and and it's crazy because people Google jujitsu, and so much of the reviews are, is what matters. Oh, for sure. Based on your reviews and how many you got, you'll be the one that pops up first, second, third, fourth, or whatever. Um. And then, yeah, our Google page is really nice, (gasps) and it shows you what you got. And then a lot of the people are members that have listened to the podcast or have heard about the podcast, or there's a lot of people, too, that are fans of Sean and just all of our shit. So it just kind of sells itself, which is nice. Um,
1: Yeah, wondering if he's saying, like, how to sell it or, like, he just doesn't like to charge or doesn't know. How,
0: How do you balance the business side? Oh. Of getting them pay the While still having the nice guy about
1: that. The War of Art book The one you let me borrow mm-hmm. I still have it. <laughs> But he talks about like Transitioning to like Don't be like Like hey these are my prices This is what I charge Kind of like when you turn into the pro Yep How he talks about that like
0: And I need if, help with that I yeah. needed help with that When Mariah came around
1: If you don't like See yourself that way Then they're not going to see you that way Yeah You know what I mean
0: Because at first When we first moved to the The gym At the mechanic shop, I was like, God, let's just make it like, let's just make sure everyone can afford it. Because we didn't have a Mm. ton of members. I think we had 10 members. Let's just make it so everyone can afford it. And I was like, no, like you need to sell your shit Mm -hmm. at the price it's worth because someone else is gonna.
1: Yeah, that's how I I used to feel too. Thank you. With my clothes and stuff, like I feel bad charging, even when it's your friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the end of the day, we all got
0: bills to pay. Damn, this is fucking good. What is this? Matcha.
2: That's the
0: new one. Ginger peach matcha with coconut milk. Ooh. Damn, yum, yum, yum.
1: Yeah, like when the seasons change, they always have seasonal drinks. So that bad. guy's always like, We got this in today. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so I'm lucky enough to have Mariah to handle all that those parts of things where they talk or people aren't paying. She's on them. She handles that. She handles selling all the merch and all that stuff. I don't have to worry about any of the money. And I just can worry about building my techniques up and giving them back to my students and just building a good program. And I think when you have a business, if you just treat like your members, like they're fucking important, then the business will grow and, and and they'll talk to their friends and then it just builds this good community instead of just being like a dollar sign, just a dollar sign, just get them in there, get it. It's a numbers game now. Just get them in there, get them going. That's what I don't want. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I don't know, the whole numbers game thing.
2: Well, people usually go, like, too big, too soon, and they have to have the numbers to just pay the bills. True. So, like, I think we were good about not doing that.
0: Yeah, true, because the first mechanic shop we rented was $900 a month. Like, it wasn't that much. But then we could go to the bank and get a business loan for 70 grand and then go get a nice storefront that's 7,000 a month and now I need 200 or 200 members 150 members whatever to just cover the bills and then it's just a fucking numbers game and a stress game but then sometimes those guys make a lot of money but I'm like fuck that
2: but you you want to keep it like fun too yes it's a business but you still want to enjoy it yeah And like, yeah, you would always feel bad and be like, but it's like, we have bills to pay too. And if we're going to make this work, it has to make money. You can't just let everyone train for free and look at all the time and hard work and energy you've put into gaining this knowledge.
0: Yeah, that's where we were talking about that earlier. Because he was talking about like, you can't afford jiu-jitsu membership because it's too much. What do you do when it's just too much? But we're talking about treating like college and shit.
2: Yeah. And look at like what you spend other things on and where you could cut back maybe
0: yeah yeah true
2: like do you go and have like all these different subscriptions or do you go get coffee every day or do you go or do you can you get some other little job to pay for that
0: yeah some little part-time job any more with uber and those kind of things it's pretty easy to make money i think i wonder how much like an average uber lyft driver makes if he just drives three days a week
1: Yeah, I remember I had a couple of friends that they said they make pretty good money off just Ubering, like, all day type of thing. Uh, Oh, yeah, I wonder what the
0: average is, though. And Ubers are probably always in need
2: of workers, right? And if you have, like, someone, too, that's like, hey, I can't afford this membership this month or right now, like, can I mop or clean or do something that's going to help you? Like, if you can do that and talk to the gym owner, maybe something like that could work. Like, if you're willing to work super hard, then... You'll get something in return.
0: Yep, exactly. Exactly. And sometimes you get sometimes that's not the way. Sometimes you have 50 people asking you at the gym to do that. It's like, well, I got everything covered now. So but sometimes not, yeah. You notice on social media when you literally go to anything, the only thing you see are people arguing in the comments. No matter what. Legitimately could be a baby smiling and people will be mad they put a picture of their baby on the internet. So toxics are brains. And mental health. I'm curious when in camp do you use social media, etc. As much as you normally would promoting yourself when you're not fighting. Kind of an interesting question. But yeah, dude. Putting that fucking phone down. is feels so good. Putting that phone down and not worrying about any comments, any of that bullshit. any What other people are thinking of you. It's like it just feels good having that break. Some issues that I'm having is I'm a realtor. Skip that one. My father died when I was one. And I I lived with other members of my family because of drug and lifestyle problems with my mom. I'm 19 now. And I live with my grandma. But my mom wants me to forgive her for my childhood. But that's not going to be easy for me. Any advice would be be much appreciated but that's I live with my grandma but my mom wants me to forgive her for my childhood yeah fuck you just, I, I think you just can't hold a grudge the whole fucking time forever
2: no cause it's gonna cause more harm to you but she also has to like prove herself that she deserves that if she's still gonna be a drug head and like treat you not good then she probably doesn't deserve that
0: so might as well give her a chance
2: It just depends on the situation. I'd say, yeah, it depends if she's willing to say that she's changed and give her a chance. Because if you just hold that anger in, it's just going to hurt you.
0: Yeah. For sure. Jay, you still have that guy living at your house?
1: No, he moved out a while ago. God. Who was living at your house? (laughs) My mom was dating this guy at first. And then um, they just ended up breaking up. But he was still living there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So
2: Was it awkward?
1: Um. I don't think so, because, like, he was always gone, too, you Uh-oh. know? He'd only come really, like, to sleep. Like, if he was there, he'd be there for a little bit, and then he'd dip. But, yeah, he's doing, like, a lot of, like, weird stuff. and
0: Sketchy shit, yeah, right? Sketchy like, shit. He, he was supposed to be paying your guys' rent. Your mom would give him rent to pay, and he wouldn't pay it. He would yeah, take yeah. it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. So, so the way it worked is my mom would give him, like, her part of the rent. And uh, he'd be like, okay, I'll drop it off. And I guess he was like pocketing the money for like, I don't know how many months, like oh, three shit. months. Because the landlord asked my mom, like, hey, when are you gonna come up with the money? And she was like, what are you talking about? Like, I've been paying my half. And I guess he was telling the landlord like, oh, she's short, she she doesn't have the money right now.
2: Oh, my when God. the whole
1: time it was him, like, being short, and that's like, the same house
2: your mom's been in forever, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, she's been in there forever. Like, they could have easily been like, oh, get the fuck out, yeah, you know what I
0: mean. Did you want to beat him up at all? Did yeah, it piss didn't you really off? Really know how to like react? I, I yeah. would just
1: tell my mom like just just like why is he still here? Like just kick him out. Like, yeah, literally, and he ended up leaving like the next couple of months, which I feel like he didn't deserve to be no. there for those couple
0: months. Was he good at like making it seem like he was a good guy? Yeah, because
1: like when we would be in the living room and stuff, like he would talk to me, like you know, to I me, mean? would just small talk, like oh, like about whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and uh, I had no idea. And then my mom told me, I was like, what the hell? I'm like obviously, I was like just get him out. You know what I mean? And eventually he did, but they don't, obviously don't talk anymore, but that's like a hard situation too.
2: Cause you're just like, that's your mom. So I you know. like, want to protect her, but it's like, yeah. what the fuck do you do?
1: I know. It's like, okay, well let's go in there. Cause remember Tim was like, let's go and just grab, grab all the shit, put it
2: outside. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking,
0: yeah, he's stealing from you. Yeah.
1: So it was pretty fucked up, but
0: she's, that's, she's better now. Oh, good. I'm having issues building confidence when out in public. Any t- tips, Need to get back out there after my last relationship, if you know what I mean. Fuck. That's tough, dude. I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Just getting back out there. Because, like, what do you mean back out there? Back at the bars?
1: <laughs> back on Tinder?
0: <laughs> back on Tind. Um, I, I think, think the most cute chicks, though, are at the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. But then it's like when you talk to them, do they want to be bugged? Maybe some do. Maybe some don't.
1: I feel like you just don't force it.
0: Just, Just be happen. smooth with it. Oh, but then you start overthinking it. <laughs> You're like, fuck.
2: I feel like guys like, yeah, they overthink it or like they are with the ones worried about it. Cause I feel like girls aren't the ones who make the first move. So like that never yeah. really ever crosses my mind. Yeah. Like guys think about it all the time.
1: Did you think about it for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, oh, should I <laughs>
2: should say have said hi? Yeah.
0: God <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah, cause you, you and might- some
2: girls are like, yeah, leave me alone. Don't talk to me.
0: But then this is like if you have the attitude, you might as well just fail, just fail, fail, fail. So well, some fail, girls are fail, gonna fail, fail, like fail, fail. the
2: compliment or whatever.
0: Because you could puss out on that one that you that could have been the one. So you might as well fucking fail to not try at all. For real, Get the most tatted. for real. <laughs> the most frustrating things are when the people around you are negative or distracting, but they're they're people you've grown up with. I don't want to. To discontinue a relationship with someone I have a lot of time invested in.
2: But do you want to invest more time in a relationship that's not good for you?
0: Yeah, true.
2: Because it's hard, like when you grow up with people and they're your childhood friends and you have all these good memories, but some people grow up and some people don't, and people change, and you can still be like maybe friends with them, but don't hang out with them as much, or.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it happens, doesn't it? It just happens. People that you thought you're going to for sure be friends with forever, you just start changing. You start being fucking different. Well, like, there's so many of my high school friends, I'm like, I guarantee you I'll be friends with these guys forever. They're just too much like me. But then now, this, our lives are just so much different.
2: And you don't think it's going to happen. Like, I remember my mom always saying that. She's like, yeah, well, you're friends from high school. Like, you'll probably just grow apart. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> and I feel like I'm still friends with them, but... Like, we don't talk every day or go visit each other all the time, but we're still friends, but we don't yeah. hang out.
0: Is there a lot of buddies from high school that you're not friends with anymore, Jay? That were talk- best friends? I
1: don't even talk to any of my fr- Yeah, like, pretty much all of them. Like, I don't really talk to a lot of them. Like, I can't think of one that I'm still.
2: Did you in Dallas go to school together?
1: No, we met after high school. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like a year or two after high school, we started hanging out because we were both into like video and photo stuff. But yeah.
0: <laughs> What are your thoughts on removing a toxic family member from your life, specifically a family member who has been there for your entire existence? Dude, for me, like I love, like I'm lucky. I got a fucking awesome dad and awesome brother who I love. But if they were toxic and there was just nothing good that came from it, I would have no problem just saying, hey, we don't need to talk to each other anymore. Just because we're blood doesn't mean like, oh, you got to talk to him. They're just terrible for my life. And every time I talk to them, it almost brings drama into my life. It makes my life worse. That's for me, though, I guess. What about for you?
2: Yeah, I feel like we're lucky because we don't deal with that because we have really good families.
0: What about you, Jay? Like, toxic family? Like, would you, if it's an aunt and she's just fucking toxic as fuck...
1: Yeah, I feel like I have the same kind of mindset as you. just kind of stay away from them, but I don't know. Like, obviously, I only have my mom and stuff, but we have a great relationship. And my mom's side of the family, like, we're good. Like, we're all pretty much... Like similar, like as far as like our way of thinking and just our approach to life, I guess. This
0: past year, I removed my toxic aunt from my life and have been feeling much better than in the past. My aunt is the type of person who thinks the world revolves around her and that everyone should feel sorry for her. And it's never her fault for negative things that happen in her life. That being said, she would ruin many aspects of my life, such as holidays, birthdays, and even simple family dinners with her constant toxic outbursts. Her toxic presence got to the point where I would leave my home and when she would come over to my mother's house and not pick up the phone, whenever blah, blah, blah. This is a long one.
2: <laughs> yeah, if it was something like that, I would definitely not talk to her. And if you had to see her at a family get-together, like be nice or whatever, but don't make an effort to keep her in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where are we at? We're probably getting up there, huh? Jay? Yeah, we're at
1: 50, 50 minutes.
0: That's perfect. We we keep fucking blabbering for for hours. But <laughs> okay, guys, uh, thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Patreon.com/slash RedHawkAcademy. Putting more up uh, like Kyler and I, Kyler Phillips, and UFC stud, stud of a fucking athlete, stud of a black belt too. Um, put up a video about takedowns against a cage for beginners, all the way up to top guys can can get something from it. And uh, we put our loaded quesadillas, organic loaded quesadillas that Mariah and I made, and we're putting up their sh- shit up there every week. And that's where I contact people the most, and people that can't live in the the city and train, they can ask questions. We can talk about shit, techniques, putting shit up there all the time. Um, and then timbomerch dot com. I think all the larges are sold out of no. everything. There's some the larges new in, what? in the new shirts. there's large? Yep. Okay. Uh, there's a couple more hats left and a couple stuff on com, And then JX, when's the next release of your stuff?
1: Probably the
0: end of this month. So probably like two weeks. Okay, I'll sweet. I'll be posting. So you sweet. can just
1: follow the product page.
0: Yes. All right. That's Sunday. Peace. <laughs>